Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Oh, welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Oh, what's up? My dude. This is exciting for me. Yeah. Because how many times have we sat here and talked about a movie, mm. a movie plot where there's like a multiverse mm. and there's different plots hanging out at the same time, yeah. unfolding in different universes. Right. So thanks to your leadership. Yeah. I mean, I know you're too modest to take credit for this, but yeah, I'm a benevolent leader. If nothing more, <laughs> you're, you're, you're nothing if not modest. Mm -hmm. Thanks to your leadership. We have what we're trying to bring together. We have done two parallel shows. And now what we're trying to do for you, dear listeners, it's right now, them. we're going to bring them together. Yeah. It's like that scene in Loki when he's trying to tie the time, yeah. you know, the rope, what is that? The ropes, the strands, the yeah, strands of time. Mm -hmm. We're going to rope them together for you. Yeah. Because in one universe, I was like, <laughs> right. let's do our normal thing and make notes. Right. And in another universe, Whoa. Penn was like. I should take things on my own hands and make notes. I'm going to make notes. You know what I think it is? <laughs> I, this, I, okay. This has almost happened to us before, yeah. but I usually fix it Right. Oh. when you don't see. I know exactly what you're going to say. You take our old notes. Right, last week's notes and change and the title. And you recycle them. <laughs> but I make a new document so that if we ever need to go back and look at what we did in the past... We have a record, David. But, but Penn's like the past is in the past, and that's I don't. What even, I'm saying it doesn't even matter I'm anymore. Saying it. It's dead. It's, it's gone. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to happen again. If the abacus hasn't recorded it, it that's hasn't it. actually happened. That's exactly right. That's what you always say. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this will for now and forever be known as the Parallel Universe Show. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, so we literally have welcome. instead of when Penn realized this, instead of taking our notes. <laughs> and combining them into one page. Which feels like that would be a lot of that work. That seems like too much work. Right. So instead he printed out two separate notes. Right. And we have to bounce from one universe to another. Right. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens next. <laughs> Surprising <laughs> how little of our stuff crossed over. Which is <laughs> <laughs> <Just> crazy. <laughs> well, there is one thing. Yeah. That we can take comfort in. <laughs> At least we both saw the same movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. This we time. reviewed the same right. title. Right. So that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Was it in the same language, though? That, I don't know we'll, what you're we'll, we'll have to find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. Hit me with what you got. All right. What do I got here? Uh, Godzilla minus one. The movie that we. I, I just. This is not like news. But we reviewed the movie last week. We both loved yeah. it. We were both blown away. The director, Takashi Yamakazaki. Yama Perfect. Yamazaki. Takashi Japan just called and said thank you. Yamazaki. <laughs> I, I, to me, this is like obvious, but also not. So I say like, good on you. The director has said that he would like to make a sequel. And given the film's success, it looks like it could get one. 
What do you think of that? Is it weird that I'm surprised by that? I think, so the thing here, yes. Okay. No, it's not weird. Okay. I think it's weird that people don't aren't surprised by it because it's not an American okay. franchise builder. So that's what I'm saying. Right. And it, it, this movie is doing gangbusters in the U.S., which is abnormal for right. what it is. And it, we're going to review a trailer later in this week where it's like, could it be possible to have one of the best Godzilla movies and one of the most blasé Godzilla movies in the same year? Mm. Like, you know, it, right. it's it's crazy. Well, so let me translate what you just said. Yeah. I'm going to say, if, I'm going to tell you what I think I just heard. Mm-hmm. It's a Japanese movie, and Japanese movies typically don't get sequels. But since yeah. it's been so successful in America, this Japanese director is now saying, hey, we might actually do a sequel. Right. Well, it's been a long time since Japanese Godzilla movies have had sequels. Yeah. Because well, like, they, they're constantly rebooting it. Yeah, and they're not really called sequels. They're just another Godzilla movie. Right. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this would be interesting. And I, I put a note to myself in last week's show notes that I failed to remind myself, even though I put it in the notes. The ones that you, you erased. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I went to go look. Is this a note? doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I got other things to talk about. <laughs> right. I went to go look at it today, and somehow it was gone. It was gone. <laughs> it, was gone. it was dead. I can only find this I don't notes. know. It's the strangest <laughs> thing. But let me ask you the question that I meant to ask you last week. Mm. We watched a movie, Godzilla Minus One. Yeah. Did we ever figure out why they called it Minus One? Yes, we went over. Oh, we did discuss that Do last you week. To, you, shall I remind yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. It's Minus One. It's a, it's like a military or a political term. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because they because Japan gets hit when it's right. already down. You explained that. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it puts the country in a, in a minus. We're in a minus, minus one, one position. State. Yeah. But really, they should call it Japan Minus One, Godzilla Plus One. Yeah. But, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Godzilla for the win. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> GT dubs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of sequels. I tried to put a Dune trailer on this week, friends, but David told me it was fake. And he said we couldn't watch it. <laughs> he said we're not allowed watching it. He's like, well, you didn't know about the new Dune trailer? And I went looking and I was like, there's not been one for five months. And he's like, ah. <laughs> Foiled again. Foiled again. <laughs> so, Dune Messiah. Now, I know how much you love Dune. I do. Great. Dune Messiah is the second book, which will be the third movie. And uh, Denis Villeneuve mm. has come out and said, hey, the script is pretty much, we're, like, because of all the delays and everything, like. So, was he writing when he was supposed to be on strike? Is that what you're telling me? Shh, don't say that. Oh, uh, I mean. What you do in the privacy of your bathroom is your own thing, you know? So, <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah, he had toilet that was good. That was good. I picture villain who onto the toilet with a, you know. Gotta get this down. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, he says the, the script is basically done. Like, they're, they're rapid towards the end. But, he says it's still a little bit dependent on whether or not two performs, which is the it's looking like it probably will, but on, at the same note, he's like, with the timing and everything that's, that's happened with everything, he's thinking he might do another project in between mm. and let it sit a little bit and like the hype build up. Avatar of, style. Yeah, but not like let's do twelve movies and wait seventeen thousand years, <laughs> you know, between. <laughs> but yeah, right. so, similar. Just let it let it simmer a little bit and right. do it, like it's done, and then they can take the time on 
on like the pre-production side right. instead of racing through right. it, um, which I think is a is a good note. My, I want to know from those of us who have read the first three, just the first three Dune books. Not a big feat to most people. Right. <laughs> easy, easy money. Easy, yeah, easy. <laughs> and I know they're out there. I know that you guys, Austin Atreides, I want to hear from you specifically on this one. Uh, do you think Dune Messiah, because they're talking, they're like, oh, Dune will be a trilogy. There's Dune Part 1, Dune Part 2, right. Dune Messiah. Do we think Dune Messiah is, like, like does that feel like the right ending? Will you, will you be happy as a movie ending? Because traditionally, the first three Dune books is considered a trilogy, mm. which places Dune Messiah. I don't think that's special to Dune. I think that's well, no. a lot of people call three well, books a 20, trilogy. There's 20 some odd books in the right. series. Yeah, but the first like three are considered like a complete story. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Gotcha. So you're saying Messiah is not the end of the third book. No, Messiah is Could very be. much the bridge, but it's because it, it's very short. So I see what you're saying. And it, it does have a very like this could be the end type end. But when you've read the first three books, it's very much just a bridge between book A and book C. This is so cool because now, from now on, forevermore, when somebody yeah. mentions the Dune trilogy, I'm going to yeah. be like. Do you mean the books or the movies? Oh my god, this is so different. Because the, the movie trilogy is only it's, two books. It's only two of the three first yeah, books. Yeah, so Specifically the three, you know, written books and not chronological because it's right. totally different. Right, and I'm going to be like, uh, the third movie is the bridge. Between to the third book. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, such an uppity thing to say. away between point A and point C. <laughs> Look, there you go. I love when you're talking serious about Dune because you say all the strangest shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to have a podcast that was very serious. I know. And it was very I serious know. about Dune. I know. <laughs> Oh, serious shit. Someone asked what I was bringing to lunch at the, at, at the Christmas party. And he said, all the funny. And I said, they said, you better not say an appetite. And I said, <laughs> That's a good one. I said, it's been a few years, so I'm bringing a healthy, a healthy, <laughs> they say, I'm bringing a healthy expectation of gratitude for me being there. Oh my God. <laughs> and then they complained. And I said, don't worry, I've got a side of superiority that's well deserved. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay yeah what do you got you know who you and i yeah we suffer from only having so many minutes but you know yeah. who had a shitload of minutes who's that our boy norman lear mm. he lived to 101 now i haven't gotten the calculator out yeah but i suppose that's a lot of minutes that's it's more minutes than you and i have he had. probably could have read the whole dune book Let's not put expectations on people. Guys, <laughs> hey 101, and his dying wish was, I'm going to start it next week. <laughs> Chapter two. <laughs> David left me the book. <laughs> he was doing great. And then he started reading Dune, and he dropped over dead. I'm not pointing any fingers, David. Oh, snap. But I'm just saying, oh. the guy read himself to death. <laughs> I'm not saying there's a causality. He took read him and weeps seriously. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> one minute he's reading, the next minute he's dead at the ripe young age of 101 years old. He could have been sleeping. <laughs> right. Anyone check? I sleep all the time and I'm not dead. 
So there's no link. That's true. There's no link. Between. There's no link between sleeping and death. Right. I have slept almost every single day. Almost. For the last 53 years Whoa. straight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And breathing pretty much through the entire. Now I know why you're an Iron Man. <laughs> right. Through the entire thing. So I wanted to talk about this guy because yeah. he's a TV guy. Yeah. He's not a movie guy, no. although, you know, I guess he's been in, he's had his finger in various movie projects, but he, you know, really, if you boil it down, he's a TV guy, but he's a legend. And I just felt like we needed to tip our hat to him. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Rest in peace. Norman Lear at the age of 101. And, you know, he did, um, he did like Sanford and Sons. He did Archie. Um, what was that called? What's Archie? What, why am I blanking on that show? Um, on Archie? Yeah, what's the name of the show that Archie was the main character? You know the one. We all know the one. I didn't put it in the notes because it's so obvious. I wouldn't I wouldn't right. need, I wouldn't need it. Right. Those were the days. That was the name of the song. Those were the days. That was the name. <laughs> you know what makes me happy? All the people screaming at their phones right, right now. Right. Because it's like the most, it's one of the most famous TV shows in the world. Has Archie Bunker. Oh. What are you talking about, Willis? No, that's a whole different show. Uh-huh. No, that's. <laughs> you just showed how young you are. What, what are you talking about, Willis? Is an entirely different show. Sanford and Sons is different. Archie right. Bunker. Uh, family. It's not, it's all in the family. Oh. I think his name is show. And they moved on up to the. Yeah, moving on up side. is a different guy. Oh. It's a totally different show. Well. But here's the bigger question. Who's Norman Lear? Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed for you. Norman Lear is one of the great... He wrote all these TV shows. Yeah. He was a groundbreaking... You didn't. You never heard of him? I know. Oh, my God. My dad is going to turn off the show right now. Or he's going to write me a letter and educate me. Oh, my God. He is going to He is going to disown you. here. He was a big fan of the show until that time David said, who's Norman Lear? Yeah, I have never seen this guy in my life. He was on TV? No, 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 no. He, he was a famous writer. Oh. He's a literary genius. But he did all these like controversial shows like in the 1970s. And, and he was relevant in the 80s and 90s. But he really made a name all for himself. In all in the family. Sanford and Jefferson, Sons. Jeffersons. Wow. There you go. I mean. So he did write the Jeffersons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could have told you that. <laughs> anyway. Whatever, he's a literary genius, and and he was being remembered on the Pensano podcast. Until and we David's content, we came, never remembered David's it. comment was like, "Who? Who? Hey, I play a long for a good time there." Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something I want you to play speaking along of with. playing along. <laughs> Someone I know you're always like David. When is this person going to be in a superhero movie? Right, because he's tall. Well. He's and by that I mean by tall I mean short. He's short, yeah, right. <laughs> and 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 bald, right? And and I, I guess to some standard muscular, not right. to my standard, right? I know some standard. I mean he's short, Same. so he makes up. You know, right. you don't need this match. Right. So you know, right. Yeah. He's got X amount of muscle, <laughs> yeah. but it's compacted on a five foot four frame. Right, so you it know, looks so. like it's a right. lot yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jason Statham, aka Little Man Syndrome. <laughs> A.K.A. Poster ain't got boy. no time for Penn <laughs> <laughs> when there's women around. Right. <laughs> He's not interested in Penn or right. being in a superhero movie. Uh, he said he's not a fan of costume and capes. 
Although, if the right type of action film came along, you could be convinced. To which I thought, all right, stretch your brain here. Yeah. Good old Stretch Armstrong. Yep. If Jason Statham was going to be a superhero. Right. Right? And don't right. give me Superman, because he wouldn't be Superman. No, he's too short. Right. Who... Remember, he's yeah. he's he's not a young buck anymore. And you're asking me to play along, so you you don't want a smart ass answer. Right. You want a real answer. If you could think of a hero, a superhero, right? Who would you think of for Jason Statham to play? Some some superhero that had to use its wits. Or now Jason is not a smart guy, but you could write that into the script. He's only pretending to play a character. Right. Or. A character, it would have to be a hero that, or anti-hero that's tough, whose whole shtick is being... Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe they don't wear a super... Co- so I had two options. Yeah, hit me. First, I thought the Punisher. Yeah. Right? Because military guy, he's already a military guy. Yeah. But they probably... I'm thinking if they want him to be a main, main character, they might go a little bit younger. Right. But then I thought... Ghost Rider. Ooh, obviously. Because... You know, he doesn't want to do all the, like, superhero stuff. Ghost Rider's mostly CG. But when he's a tough guy, he's a tough biker guy. Mm, interesting. Which is basically his, you know, persona and uh, expendables. Yeah. I could see him on, like, uh, Wolverine. I think he would he would be a good Wolverine, you know, year, a couple years ago. Yeah. I think they need to... They need to skew a little younger. So Jason Statham says he doesn't like superheroes. Not that he doesn't like. He does not interested in. in yeah. So in middle school, there was this girl. Mm. I really liked her. And, yeah. And so I sent one of my friends over to ask her oh. if she liked me. Yeah. And then she said no. <gasps> to which I replied, that's cool. I'm not interested in her anyway. I was just kidding around. Well, that's why he said if it was the right type of action superhero, he would. Uh, even the article was like clearly leaving the door open right. without fully closing it. Right. Let me put I'm not this, hurt that I'm not right. in it. <laughs> right. Right. I don't even want to be in it. But if I was going to be in it. <laughs> right. I thought you were, I thought you were going to say it was one of those things where the girl was like, I'm not interested in Penn. But then she dated Penn's Len Fletcham. Right. Who's <laughs> exactly the same. Right. 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 right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that analogy would have worked too. But yeah. anyway, all right. Okay. Uh, the Bike Riders. Do you remember me talking about this movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bike Riders was supposed to be really, are you really, or are you just not? We here? watched the trailer for it at yeah. some point. We watched a trailer and it screened when I was out in LA at the NATO meeting. Right. Bike Riders was scheduled by Disney to be oh. released December 1st, and then that got scrapped. <gasps> and then the new news, the latest breaking news, is that the Bike Riders has been picked up by Focus Features for a summer 2024 release. The Bike Riders, to remind our listeners, stars Austin Butler, our favorite Tom Hardy, Jodie Comer, and Norman Reedus. It's directed by Jeff Nichols. Now, I remember us watching the trailer and kind of being lackluster on it. Yeah. It's like, eh. It's supposed to come out in June of okay. 24. It's like a Sunday afternoon at home movie. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't love that time of year for this type of movie. This yeah. type of movie is a winter release. Right. Not January, a summer February. release. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of at home releases, <laughs> right? One of the big things that, 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 a lot of people have been complaining about. I know Frodo 
was very right. adamant about this, and, and some others, is that Pixar sent a lot of movies straight to Disney Plus. Well, that was uh, Bob's big thing is he threw he was like oh if we throw the Pixar on there then people will go there Bob Iger yeah and they were totally missing the theatrical release right. of these movies which we you and I were screaming yeah like why yeah why this is nuts well now you got Bob whoever back being like hey Penn was right all along right he said that specifically yeah well in order to because the last little few things that Pixar have put out have not been as big as some of the previous Pixar stuff. <laughs> You're being very generous. Well, I'm not saying that it's bad because I didn't watch them. Yeah. But that right in there is the thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch them. Right. Why would you? They're TV shows. Right. Well, to in order to get people more excited for Inside Out and remind people, hey, wait a second. We're Pixar and we do make good things that yeah. just went to home video. They're re-releasing Soul, Turning Red, and Luca. Now, I've seen Soul and I loved it. Didn't that play briefly in theaters? Wasn't there some weird, I seem to remember. I watched that one at home, but it might have. I think it played, I thought I played that, I, I thought we ran that movie in Ephrata. Well, I feel like Luca and Turning Red were out for like a, a day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I feel like they all hit the theater for a weird short. And nobody saw them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I've, I've heard critically good things about Turning Red, but I don't know people who have seen it. But then I've heard from people online that, that Luca was, was good. Now, my reputation, my instinct, my brand should be to like rail against this and, yeah. and hate it. But I actually think, first of all, it's good for Disney. It's good for Inside Out too. It's good for the for the theatrical business. Right. And also like, okay, like, yeah. So they were meant to be seen in theaters. Let's play them in theaters. You know, yeah. like, like, I think it's a good thing. Plus when's Inside Out supposed to come out? Next summer, like June or May or something. Right. One of the things that we've, mentioned several times right where are the kids movies right oh right? my god please this is you're talking if they space these out right you're talking three months three to four months of solid good family choice right in the theater where there's probably nothing yeah june 14th okay yeah now who knows how quickly they're gonna like if it's gonna be one one a week or if it's gonna be like one a month right which i think the smart move one a month give them like two weeks three weeks of legs doesn't even matter. Give them. I agree with you completely. Give them once a month, you know, and they play as long as they play. Right. You know what I mean? Like make them available to theaters for a month. You know, opening week or two weeks can be clean. You know, and then after that, hold them for you know show. Yeah. And I will say to their credit that Disney has begun to begin slightly getting a little tiny bit more flexible with oh, their titles. Nice. You know, so for example, uh, we are going to be playing Wish at Penn Cinema. Through the end of December thirty first. Oh, now okay. it's not. It's not going to be clean. It's not going to be. You know, a t typical Disney, old school Disney would be like. It's going to hold clean until twenty thirty. You know, it's going to hold clean for the rest yeah. of your life. And they're already, you know, setting the stage to be reasonable with us in terms of like, hey, we want this picture to hold through Christmas, and I do too, because I like kids content in that frame. Um, and so yeah, so we're working it out. Oh. So awesome. kudos to Disney. Yeah. And that, that's, there's a first. that's all in. Oh, there's one more piece oh, of news. Oh, there is one piece of news? I don't know if you remember when oh, this came on. in. Wait, yeah. hold on. <laughs> this came in just prior to recording. Yeah. 
I was alerted by a crack member of our crew. Oh, is this our week? Is this our holiday schedule? No, no. Well, that too. I'm going to get to that next. Okay. But I was alerted just prior to our holiday schedule. I was alerted um, by Kevin (gasps) that any trailers that you watch on screen culture are fake. What? The YouTube channel screen culture? Yeah. <laughs> I know you didn't know this, I didn't. so I wanted to share it That's with you. That's where I saw my Dune 2 final trailer. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I was so pumped. Now, let me ask you this, David, because yeah. this is my first time that I'm hearing about this, and yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. this is old news to you. It wouldn't be an existing YouTube channel if people didn't go to watch it. Oh, yeah. Are there entertaining things on this channel that are worth watching, or is it all just like literally garbage? It's all fake trailers. No, I understand that. All right, so they're all fake trailers. We just reported that just moments ago. Yeah. The cutting edge. But they're good at making fake trailers. That's what I'm asking. Like, is it worth exploring? Is it no. fun? Is it fun? No, no. no. It's not fun because it just, well, not if you're able to tell a fake trailer from a real trailer. Okay. So you might have a blast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of our holiday schedule. So yeah. next week we're going to record like normal. Right. We're going to watch Wonka. Wonka. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Then we're going to do Christmas and New Year's in one. Right. So the Wednesday between Christmas and New Year's, we're going to have Wild Card Wednesday. Right. This means it'll come out on Thursday. We're going to record on a Wednesday. Right. Record on Wednesday comes out Thursday the 28th. Wild Card Wednesday, which means there is at least seven, and I feel like I'm forgetting something, at least seven new titles. We're going to review whatever we review. And whichever, you know, if we see two, we see one. See five. Five, like whatever from the holidays. Schlock, we can get in. We'll do. Then we come in the first weekend of 2024 and we review 2023. Right. Yeah. So we'll be back to our regular release on, I guess, January 6th. Well, it'll be the, it comes out on the 8th, right? Right. That's that Monday. Right. So that weekend we'll record our normal thing, but it'll be, yeah. So if you want to get in Mm. with your, Best of. Best of. Yep. Top 10. Yep. Sarah's of yep. whatever. <laughs> of the. <laughs> I don't think I know 10 Sarah's. Well. But I know who my number one Sarah would be. Yeah. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you want to get your, your list in or whatever, do so before like January 5th. Yeah. And then we'll talk to talk. Yeah. About we would be happy to review your list of top, top 10 2023. Yeah. Um, situations. Also, I would be curious if anybody has a game plan. Now this is because I know there's a lot of people that listen to this that are busy. They got families, you know, kids, jobs, etc. So, which I say ridiculous. Right. Why aren't you more dedicated right. to the show? Right. <laughs> For those of you who watch multiple movies, mm. who are regular moviegoers, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot to choose from from this Christmas. What are you going to watch? Yeah. Like what's your first movie that you want to see the most? Yeah. What's your order? For me, Boys in the Boat. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah, yeah, same. Yep. That's number one. All right, well, that's all the news that's fit to print. The move and the the accompaniment. Yeah. Wow. I love it. I love it. And that was that was him tooting, too. Right. It wasn't from the mouth. All right, we got a bunch of trailers this week. And by we, David means. Well, let's 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 hark back a little bit. Are we still in the parallel universe? Yeah. Okay. I want to know, because last week I reviewed it, and I was like a bit torn. Oh, right, 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 right. But Furiosa. Yeah. 
What'd and so this week I suggested we should review that new trailer for Furiosa. To which I was like, yo, dog. To which David was like, that's what we did last week. Yeah, when you didn't watch all the trailers. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? David gets together with Amy. I think I can share this with <laughs> yeah. the public. Uh, but yeah, David gets together with Amy once a week for like a therapy session to complain about <laughs> the latest incredible thing that Penn forgot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The obvious shared moment that he no longer recollects. We have a bingo card though. Right. And one of these, one of us is gonna get the full the full thing. Okay, so you're asking me my opinion on Furiosa, which I did yeah. watch to be prepared for this week's show. <laughs> Perfect. 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 Nailed it. hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean I thought it was great. It, 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 let me ask you this. It seemed to me that the cars, the vehicles, I should say, the vehicles in this trailer, they're all clean. Yeah. Is that on purpose or did I just notice that? Or it seemed like the the last movie, Fury Road, everything was kind of like gritty and dusty and worn and battle-worn. Is that the point that this one is like a origin story so everything's like not quite banged up right. yet? It's supposed to be yeah. clean and unspoiled. And I think we're supposed to see the land get destroyed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I thought it was cool. I, I look forward to seeing the movie. I forget what you said about it, but I, I think it looks cool. I, I mean, I just can't get enough Anya Taylor-Joy. You know what I mean? Like, she's she looked great in the trailer. Some of it doesn't even look like her. It's so crazy. Right. Absolutely. I w yeah. I, when the mo when the trailer started and they had that close-up of her and she'd, like, turn around and look at the camera, I was like, who is that? It doesn't, yeah, 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 I agree. Uh, something that... that so there was a there's a female character that gets a glow up in this trailer as well, and that's Godzilla vs Kong, <laughs> or not Godzilla? It's not Godzilla vs Kong. It's Godzilla X, X Kong, Kong, King of the Monsters. Right. What did you think of this trailer? I felt like I was watching a short version of the movie. Yeah, like it just went on and on and on and on. And Godzilla, she's got a glow up. She's got pink there now. Because Godzilla's female. And I, I did not know that. Yeah. Well, instead of the blue atomic. Right, you had the pink atomic. It's got the pink. You and know. then there's, is there a baby Kong? Looks like there's a baby Kong. There's a bunch of fighting against a bunch of Kongs in the center of the earth. But it's still where, no sign of Donkey Kong. That's what I'm saying. Where's my Donkey Kong? <laughs> where is Donkey Kong? Yeah. Why is there not for, I mean, they got Super Mario, right? Yeah, well, he was in Super Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he needs his own. This is a crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs a spinoff. Yeah, that's how you do it. I don't know. The Godzilla versus Kong, X-Kong trailer X -Kong. was like super cool, but also um, as a trailer, like let's critique. So there's two questions. Are you excited for the movie? Yeah, sure. And then let's critique the trailer. It seemed disorganized. It felt like yeah. it was just all over the place. It's, it's one of those things that's like, well, I watched this movie, yes. This trailer didn't entice me or turn me away. I was going to watch it no matter what. Absolutely. And But it's, it is it is one of those things. You watch this trailer after seeing Godzilla Minus One, and it, there's, it, just, it looks incredibly disappointing. Right. Comparatively. Yeah. You're like, man, I, you would have thought this is what I want. The monsters, like, right, running right. around real fast, destroying everything. Right. Turns out I want the real slow, goofy-looking monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would have known? Yeah. Next up is Mayhem. <gasps> and I pronounced it like that to account for the exclamation point that is part of the title. Yeah. This is a movie by, uh, I think they made the, the guy who made The Hitman. John Chu? 
John Chu? I don't know. But he's done a lot of things. My thing is, I was like, oh, this action looks pretty rad. It's your normal revenge right. movie. But what really turned me off is like, towards the beginning, he's like, I don't know if it's part of the song or if it was a, if it was a quote from the main character. He's like, you barked up the wrong tree or something like that. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's a real tough saying. But then it comes towards the end of the trailer and he's like, that's right. You barked up the wrong tree. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, I don't know if I like that. This movie bugged me a little bit because it's from IFC. And that's, remember I was telling you I saw the trailer and I couldn't remember where I saw the trailer. I saw the yeah. trailer because they were pitching this movie and I was like, oh, okay, let's see. And IFC, I think in the past I've said on the show, like, I really like them and they make good movies, et cetera, et cetera. But they are kind of on a losing streak. Yeah. They have had a bad run. They'll put a lot of things out. Yeah. Yeah. So take this one with a grain of salt. Mayhem. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have a movie called Baghead, which stars the girl from uh, who plays Cersei in The Witcher. Yeah. I didn't see this trailer. It's a horror with a, it had an interesting concept. The concept is this girl's father dies okay. and leaves the estate to her with a video of the estate. He says, you have the estate, but it comes with some things. You have to be the caretaker of some things on the estate. And he's in the basement. There's this. I forget what he calls her, but there's this lady and she has the, this witch and she has the ability to let you speak to the dead and you can go to her and request to speak to anyone. And she gives you two minutes, but after those two minutes up, you're hers. And you, and the big thing is you can't let her off the property. And so that sounds interesting. It was kind of an interesting concept. And I guess the the main girl gets trapped down there with whoever's. Well, I don't know why anyone would go down there to talk to her if there wasn't at least some people who came back and were like, "I was able to talk." I don't know what it is yeah. that, that like, it, what she takes as as a payment or whatever. But yeah, that was the. Premise. I would like to talk to the dead, but not to not not to risk my life. Like, there's no scenario right. where I'm like, "Hey, if my life's going to be in danger," but yeah, I'd really like to say, "What's up." Well, it was like a guy wanting to talk to his wife. And I don't know if it's like you have two minutes and if you don't leave before those two minutes are up, then bad things happen. Right. Or like what the. Or if there's some kind of other price to pay. Right. I mean, I was uh, I was watching it, but I was more listening because, you know, me and these spooky things, we don't go together no. very well. So, no. yeah. But, You're like carrots and Oreos. Right. So speaking of spooky things. <laughs> there's nothing spooky about Bob Marley, One Love. This movie looks great. I cannot wait. And yeah. this is the kind of movie where, okay, let me back up a sec. I'm a huge Bob Marley fan. What? Yeah. You. I know. It's hard to believe. Shocking. You. The, the very, Phantom of the Grateful Dead. The very same. I I don't know how to take this. Bob Marley and Grateful Dead, unlike Oreos and Carrots, they go together like Oreos and a glass of milk. <gasps> like it's just too good. Now you're going to tell me. You've probably listened to both this and The Grateful Dead with Mary Jane. <laughs> I'm going to say, in all likelihood, yes. And when I say by in all likelihood, I mean absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is. Oh, so, anyway, I was getting ready to say 
this is one of those things where as long as the music is good, I'm going to love this movie. But I'm I'm still waiting. Like, there's a chance. Like, do you remember that they, Jonah Hills and Martin Scorsese started um, a project to make a movie about the Grateful Dead? Jonah, oh, yeah. Jonah Hills uh-huh. to play Jerry Garcia, et cetera. Yeah. That movie is high risk for pissing me off. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very high risk. It's Martin Scorsese. This is going to be four hours. That's like the opening to a Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first Concert. half of a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I don't feel quite as passionately, but I think there's a risk of like, I, I hope yeah. this movie's good. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you there. Uh, what did you think as far as a trailer goes? Uh, I felt like it was a lot of stuff that we'd seen in the previous trailer. Yeah. It's enough to entice me to want to know more. Right. And I think that's all it really needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Next uh, up we have, oh, did you want to say something else about? No, no, go ahead. Bob Marley? No. You sure? Yeah. Because it sounded so Bob like Mar- <laughs> <laughs> Our next trailer. My trailer. But did I ever? <gasps> Bob, Bob Marley? I was good. It's just <laughs> <laughs> also my trailer of the week. Yeah, I dot s dot dot s stands for International Space Station. Station, and this is my trailer of the week. This is an this is one of those movies, in my opinion, that's like incredibly simple, super high high intense. Oh my god, like stressful, so stressful. Yeah, and I love a, a movie like that where the premise is so contained. Yeah, you know, it just look. You walk us through the trailer, but I thought it looked awesome. So the ISS is a joint Russia and U.S. Uh, space station, uh, where you know it's manned by multiple countries cosmonauts uh, and astronauts right. alike I, I think in real life there might be some other countries up there too right. i could be wrong uh, yeah. no i think you're right yeah but in this scenario it's cosmonauts and astronauts and uh everyone's really you know science brings what do they you know brings people together yeah and, and like, the, the culture peaceful. of the space station has always been kind of like the olympics right you know kind of like the un like like sports brings people together science brings people together there's no politics there's no like we're all up here doing the same thing right and these are just regular scientists people not like uber nationalists right or anything and then they're looking down on earth and the nukes start going off in russia and the u.s and then you know, final broadcasts come in and both sides basically get secure the space station for your, for your country. And so now these friends in this already volatile environment, looking down, seeing their countries being destroyed, have to decide, do they stay peaceful? Do they try and maintain the peace or do they take over like they're supposed to, they start backstabbing. Well, the trailer would le- would lead you to believe that they start backstabbing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously they're going to have to. Eventually. I mean, that's the only flaw with this movie is that you know that in the real world they would have stayed together. They would have been like, "Oh my God, everybody's dying! Look what look what that brought!" Yeah. You know, and it's up to us to you know be a better example, right? Yeah. Maybe I bet you that's where the movie ends. It might. Well, yeah, I bet. I bet it's probably just a lot of tension, and at the end is when all the action could be happens. But anyway, ISS. That's my trailer week. Same trailer week. So that's the name of the movie. Yeah. ISS. Right. Yeah. 
Next up, we have a movie called Race for Glory, Audi versus Lancia. Is that how you say that? I don't know. I didn't see the movie. Never heard of it. I've heard of Audi. That's a car. Yeah. This is another, like, this happens every now and then. We're like, one studio is like, you know what? Let's have, let's make a, mm, let's yeah. make a drive movie, right? And then another company is like, you know, this. I don't know why, but I feel like this would be, be a great, great time to make a driven movie, right? You know, and right? So that's basically like we've got the Ferrari movie coming out, which is my second that I want to see over Christmas time, mm. and and then now we have this coming soon. That's basically about. Audi's race. My problem with both this and Ferrari, or even what was the one that had um, Christian Bale in it yeah. that came out a couple yep. years ago, with these is they're like they're they're played it as underdogs, right? Right. But then the people who are the underdogs are these <laughs> top of the line worldwide mega superstar companies right. <laughs> and it's sure it's about how they became them but it's just so hard for me to empathize with you know it's like oh ford man like <laughs> right are they gonna make it <laughs> oh my god ge right i hope how are they gonna how are they gonna revolutionize things and, and not get taken out right comcast the issue with this movie versus the other ones that you mentioned in, and this show, I, I, whatever, I know this is no way to judge a movie. Yeah. But my problem with this movie is I've never heard of any of the guys in it. Yeah, there's that So, too. So, like, the topic is interesting, but is it interesting if you're not a car guy? So here's my thing. The main reason I want to see Ferrari is because Adam Driver stars in it. Right. And he, I love him. You know what I mean? He yeah. does great movies. Did you see him on SNL this week? No, I did not. I think it was last week. He, like had this really long opening and he's like, well, see, there's a skit at the end. I don't want to do. <laughs> he's like, I'm just trying to like keep this going. So we don't have to do the skit at the end. That's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So whatever for this movie race well, for glory, Audi versus Lancia. 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 Last, but least the seating. Did you watch this trailer? No, this is another interesting premise. Oh, okay for a Scary Times movie. Ah. A guy wakes up in a giant hole. <laughs> I like it already. And at the bottom, there's like a little house, like a plantation with like a garden in the desert. And the walls are like too high to, to get up. And he's like, hey, he doesn't know how he got there. And then I think one day he must, must wake up and there's a woman down there with him all of a sudden. But there's people who come to like the come to the side and act like they're going to help him out and then don't and menacing strangers you might say yeah yeah, yeah. Well, see somebody got that from somewhere huh what i got a vocabulary david yeah i'm not saying that this is going to be good but i thought the premise was interesting i just like saying menacing that's what you do is that all of these menacing trailers that we have this week that's that's it man the seating that's a wrap all right so let's move on to our review of this week's movie the boy and the Heron mm. by Hayao Miyazaki come from Studio Ghibli. Yeah. David, I thought this week what we would do, if if you would like me to, as uh -huh. a service oh. to you and to our listeners, would you like me to recap what happens? I would also, let's start off with what language you saw this in. English or Japanese? Is this a trick question? No. 
Because you could watch it subbed or dubbed. I watched it um, dubbed. Okay, fine. Couldn't do two weeks of Japanese, huh? Right. <laughs> right. Wait, what did I just say? You said you said dubbed. No, I saw this with English subtitles. Oh, okay. So you did do two weeks of Japanese. I did do the two weeks oh, of why Japanese. Why do you hate America? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so here's the here's the plot. Okay, okay, okay. Would you like me to I'm, walk you through I'm this? Here, I'm here. All right, so there's this little boy, and he lives in Japan. Uh-huh. Right? And then there's a horrible fire in the hospital where his mother works. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And she's killed, apparently. The boy, rightly so, is much distraught. Yeah. Am I am I correct so far? Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You would be too. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Of course I would. All right. It'd be terrible. Then that's where shit gets weird. Okay. All right. He goes out to live with his new mom. Okay. Where he meets a little old man dressed up as a blue heron. I mean, a gray heron. Okay. Right? So then it turns out the boy is also um, quite the pothead because he starts tripping. He doesn't trip. He's tripping mad down by the river. At no point does he hallucinate. He sneaks through his grandpa's garage and steals a pack of cigarettes. (laughs) And then he gets his ass kicked on the way home from school. Meanwhile, his new mom, so to speak, Mm -hmm. completely abandons him, leaves him alone with a bunch of little old ladies. Right. Right. And then he finally locates his mother in the tower tunnel cave, and she melts right before his very eyes. That's so then, not his mom, but so yeah. then the little old man in the heron costume starts screaming at him, "Behold my fearsomeness!" Then he has toast and jam with Alice in Wonderland, which is really weird because later she gets dressed up as Snow White and gets carried through um, uh, by the seven dwarves who are all dressed up as parakeets doesn't happen and then <laughs> at the end i'm gonna have to re-explain this entire movie because how much coffee how much paying attention were you doing because you are combining characters that aren't <laughs> at the end of lucy in the sky with diamonds the old man in the sky is playing jenga and he tells the little boy if you play jenga right the world will survive and if you screw it up and knock the tower over then you're going to ruin the world. Not our world, but that world. Right. So the moral of the story at the end of the movie is that it's up to you to add the next piece to the Jenga puzzle and make the world more harmonious than you found it. The end. (laughs) 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 I just... You're, you're so, welcome. You're David, so I think the words you're looking for are, thank you, Penn. <laughs> I see this brilliant masterpiece in a whole new light. This is the number one movie this, this week. You know that, this right? is not only the number one movie in the country, the number one movie in the world, and at all three Penn Cinema locations, the number one movie. Right, and like I explain what happened in this movie? I absolutely loved it. Okay. You but loved it. I but did you understand it? I loved it and I understood it. I took these notes because I thought, as soon as I realized that the heron was just an old man dressed up. He's not an old man. Yeah. I thought that I should keep notes. He's a spirit. (laughs) Yes, okay. (laughs) That can look like a person. Right. But he's cursed because he has the the part of his beak missing. He can't turn back into a heron. Well, he has the beak missing because the boy shot an arrow through it. That was made, that was fletched with one of his own. Right. His own feathers, feathers, which he stuck together with some rice. 
Yeah, how else do you do it? I don't know. I learned a lot about arrow making <laughs> <Right>? in this movie. <laughs> right? Way more than I ever knew. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the here's the part of the movie that's that they don't spell out directly to you. Mm. It, it becomes more apparent. So his father, after his wife dies, marries his sister in law. His wife's sister. Yeah. And when I picked up on that. Okay. Not she, was, she was like, I'm going to be your new mom. Who looks just like Snow White. S- sure. But, and then because things are hectic in Tokyo, they go live at the, at the mothers, both mothers, plural family estate. When you say hectic, you mean war ridden. Right. Yeah. War ridden Japan. Right. Yeah. So they go to stay at the, the mother's family's estate. Which conveniently is also there, by definition, the boy's grandfather's estate. Yes. And his great uncle's estate. Right. And so his great uncle went disappearing in this tower on the estate that they have hence covered up. His mom, his his mom went in it and disappeared for a whole year. Right. And came out and didn't and remember. And had not aged a day. Right. And did not and did not remember anything. So anyway. His, it, it's kind of like it's kind of a thing of where his his family is really tied into this parallel world created with inside the right. the tower that's not real. And his uncle is obsessed with creating the perfect world. Mm, perfect world doesn't exist, son. Right, and to which he is like, I don't want to do this. I don't want that life. And he leaves, and he winds up making friends with a young girl in there who turns out to be his mother hmm. as a, as a kid because time in there. It's like all at the same time, and mm-hmm. then you can leave whenever. So, I like the the first like little bit is how the old woman went in with him, and then he met her, her in there, and she was much younger because mm-hmm. apparently she had gone after the mom when she was younger, right? And entered then, so she couldn't be there twice. Yeah, yeah, it gets a little confusing. I. Absolutely love this movie. I understood the, even though it's fun to joke around about it, yeah. I understood what was going on. But I do, I walked out of it and I thought to myself, this movie absolutely requires a second viewing. Yeah. And I saw it in Japanese with English subtitles and I'm going to go watch it a second time dubbed. I watched it dubbed just because of timing wise. Yeah. My choice of what I was going to see. And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I don't think it's the best one. Like House Moving Castle is still my favorite, but this is like it's up there. It's it's not top three, but it's it might be top five. Mm. Um, How many are there? Uh, there? Well, it depends on what you look at. There's there's Hayao Miyazaki films, mm. and then there's Studio Ghibli films, which mm. is the studio that he and yeah, his son yeah. make movies at. Um, and if you look at the studio, there's like twelve or something. Um, there's some really good ones: Spirited Away, House Moving Castle. Um, Princess Mononoke. Uh, well, you have every year. Yeah, we, we have, have them. Ghibli Fest. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, so and every year I don't go. Right, but now I'm going to start going. I loved it. Yeah, I was into some it. Some of them are some of them are yeah. not as good as others, but some, right. you know. No, I was into it. Anyway, so I, uh, best movie I've ever seen. Best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, so next week we're going to review Wonka. Are you on the same page as me in terms of like? And I know that, like, we, you and I only have so many minutes. Right. Are you are you seriously going to come back and watch this a second time? <sighs> like, if you if you get the window, you would though, right? Or may or you might wait till you can watch it at home. 
Well, here's the thing. I was invited to go see it again with a group of people. Yeah. This weekend. But they're going to see it dubbed as well. And so I'm not going to go see it three times. So you've already seen it dubbed. Yeah. So if I go see it subbed, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's one of those hard things where it's there are plenty of shows of both, but it's just kind of like sometimes you just pick the one that works for your yeah. schedule. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's up in the air. Yeah. I would totally watch it again, and I'm really curious to, to watch it because I prefer House Moving Castle subbed. Yeah. What platform do you go to watch the rest of these? Uh, I think they're on Disney. Okay. Yeah. All right. So anyway, sorry Disney to interrupt you. Yes. Next week is. Wonka. HBO. I'm sorry. HBO might have them. HBO, yeah. which I'm looking forward to Wonka. Are you? Oh, yeah. Now that Frodo put me at ease <laughs> about the whole, Ooh. like, magic thing. Right, right. I'm, I'm good. You're cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into listeners, notes, questions, answers, comments, so forth and so on. We had two quick ones this week. I'll take the first one. So our boy, Tony Baloney. You know, David, right. it's just nice. Just saying. You go yeah. through this world, and people say stupid stuff to you. Right. And it's nice when your friends have your back. Right. So Tony Baloney wrote in, and I'm not going to get into all the specifics because we don't need to reopen the wounds that we suffered. Yeah. Some people had some negative some things Some people to had say. some negativity to throw at Penn Cinema, and old Tony Baloney wrote in and had our back. So right. appreciate. You forwarded that straight to them. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, go see my man. Yeah, Tony <laughs> Baloney, he's got the I don't even, this is by proxy. Right. Yeah. By proxy. Yeah. And then we had one other person write in. It's the final countdown. I feel like her, long. her letter is shorter than her intro. Right. <laughs> it's true. This week. Basically, she just wanted to tell us that she wanted to say thank you. She watched Spirited Away, loved it so much, and it, she watched it to see, like in, mm-hmm. in anticipation, that she has got a group of friends together to go see The Boy and the Heron coming up this week, and yeah. she is pumped. So, and I talked to her a little bit. About some other ones. I was like, definitely check out these other movies. So since we are always providing such a service right. to our community. Right. A, com- a, a term I use in the largest global sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, by should, the way. Shouldn't we get credit for service hours? We should probably get credit. I would think the judge should totally give us credit for this against our required You got service. some listeners in England. I'm saying. And Australia. Oh, look, oh, if, yeah. Look, and they're consistent. Like the numbers are consistent. So if you're in Wait, England or Australia, <laughs> podcast of Pensacola, write in and become our first official um, international super contributor. Fan. Yeah, super fan. If you're listening, here's here's I will go out on a limb. Now I'm just reminded as these words <laughs> leave yeah. my mouth. Now Tony knows me well enough yeah. that when I said I would mail him a T-shirt. He knew not to like expect it to happen. No, 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 no. It For always a while. happens. For a while, David. Yeah, David. Eventually, it always. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to nag me every six months. I'll get it done. <laughs> every six months. You don't have to mention it every year, right? <laughs> You'll get your damn book back. Yeah. <laughs> If you wait long enough, he'll wrap it up and give it to you for your birthday. (laughs) 
perfect. Oh, we laugh because it's true. So anyway, I'm reminded that that I owe Tony a shirt. But here's my point. Yeah. And I, I mean this. I'm not just saying this. Yeah. If you write me from England or Australia or, frankly, any foreign country, I will pay the international postage to send you a t-shirt. Whoa. Absolutely. I would love to do that. That's how much it would mean to me to know that there's some bloke sitting over in Liverpool. Yeah. And not you're from here. No, no, no. That doesn't count. Unless you're living there permanently. Doesn't count. Yeah. I live in Mannheim, but I grew up in... Bloody hell. Nobody no, even no. from Mannheim I'm, lives I'm in Bloody hell. Oh, right. I'm on a cruise. Right. Yeah, I, I want to be like, I currently live <laughs> right. in Bristol, England. You really want to impress me. Yeah. Show me the bill the that money. you pay the translator every week to translate the Pensano podcast <laughs> to your language. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. All right, podcast at pensinema.com. That's the best way to get in touch with us and talk yeah. further. Penn, what's going on with you outside of the the, the theater? I mean, this is the, the season for the reason to the yeah. to, to hippity hop hop to the hippity to the hip hop hippity hop. I took some advice from one of our listeners, and I can't Whoa. remember who it was, but one of our listeners wrote in and said how much she was enjoying Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Oh, I believe if you had a sister. That's what I'm saying. It would be your favorite one. It would be. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, I followed her lead, and I'm watching it. Whoa. I'm it into good? it. It's, here's, <laughs> here's the thing. No, I don't think it's very good. Oh. The acting is terrible. Yeah, but you're into it. There's all kinds of plot holes. <gasps> Shit just jumps from one to the next, and there's all kinds of weird things. Perfect. But I love it. Nice. Like, I'm all in. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love their... I, I, I don't know if I'm following it correctly. There's at least two generations. There might be three generational storylines, you know what I mean, unfolding at the same time. And mm-hmm. and um, I just, I love that, how it sort of hops, you know, back yeah. and forth. And I love the beginning. John Goodman throws the bag into the sea and the sea turns up in some guy's safe who turns out to be like his grandson, I think, or maybe it's Whoa. him from, a, from an earlier life. Or no, no, no. I don't know where it is. But anyway, it's cool. I mean, wow. I'm into the show. So I okay. appreciate the tip and I'm into it. Also on Apple TV, I'm watching Slow Horses. Like mentally challenged horses? <laughs> no. The uh, the name of the show is Slow Horses. It's a spy. Who's the guy that played the police chief in um, um, Simpsons? In Dark Knight. Oh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman stars. He's okay. unrecognizable because they, they got him greasy and homeless looking. But it's a great... I, I know that's not his default. Right, could be his default. <laughs> I also watched the new movie that was released last week called Eileen. Oh. Remember we talked about this? Yeah, 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 yeah. How was it? Terrible. Oh. Jason and I, Goonies Jason, Encyclopedia Brown and I had the same opinion of this movie, and here's what we both said. It's beautiful. You know, like like in this yeah. in the cinematic sense. Right. You know, it was really well made. Yeah. But it was kind of boring, and then all of a sudden there's a twist and then it's over and now you're done. Like it, it was flat. I feel like I've gotten that review on my Tinder profile. <laughs> I also rewatched Scarface, which of course I've seen a bunch of times. And I, I was reminded that Scarface has a lot of, like it's not, there's a reason why Scarface never turns up on my like top 10, top 20, top 40 favorite movies. Yeah. Cause it's, it's, it's not that great. The only thing that's great about it is the final scene when he says, say hello to my little friend. Like right. that's the only part of the movie that's good. Also watched the Beckham documentary, which I forget if I commented on. Amy and I got hooked on that and watched it oh, a, couple, yeah. a couple weeks ago. And then 
one last thing, and then I'll let you talk about your oh. business. Me? Kayla and I <gasps> have been watching Family Switch. Hello? Kayla. Kayla and I have been watching Family Switch. This is a movie, the target audience is 14-year-olds, 12-year-olds. So a little older than what you're used to. Yeah, so a little uh, stretching my comfort yeah. zone a little bit, you know, reaching out. It's not you know. Disney. Right, <laughs> right. But Kayla said it's important for me to challenge myself. Yeah. You know, so I'm she watching. She is a teacher. Right, yes. Yes, she is. So anyway, I wanted to mention this because you know how much I love. So this this is a cheesy 12-year-old movie. Right. It's about a family and they all switch roles. And we've only watched the first half, mm. but we presume to know how it ends. Of course. What I loved about this movie is one particular line. Towards the beginning of the movie, right after they all get switched, it's a family of four. Mom, dad, daughter. Oh, I've heard about this. Is, is it Jennifer Jay Garner. Jason Sudeikis? No, it's Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Same guy. A daughter, right. <laughs> daughter, son, a dog, and a baby. The dog and the baby get switched. The father and the son get switched. The mom and the daughter get switched. And in the kitchen... The, the morning they wake up and they're all switched and they realize it for the first time, the, the dad goes, this is a unique and original situation that has never happened to anyone before. Nobody ever wakes up big. And then the other girl goes, yeah, this is totally freaky. And then the other girl goes, this is like I'm 13 again. <laughs> and then there, there was like one other, like they had a bunch of like, you know, like a very self-aware moment, yeah. you know, where they were making fun of themselves for being such a you know, corny premise. but and the dog said woof. Right, exactly. But it was great. I, I mean, it's one of the, like, it's, I'm not even recommending it to anybody. I'm just saying me and Kayla are watching it. And when I say watching it, it's on the television while we're sitting on the couch having snacks and, you That's know, one show or and on our phone. It's a movie. Okay. You know, we're eating Cheez-Its and ice cream and Perfect. watching this show. Yeah. You know. You've got a big bowl of meat in front of you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a couple of hamburgers. Come on. Bacon. <laughs> Raw. Right. <laughs> all right. Try so, to top that, David. I, I, I can't. You can't. I can't. I, I'm like two hours left of <laughs> to sleep in a sea of stars. Oh, my God. This must be the most boring thing because you have been talking about this thing for weeks. This book is so long. By Christopher Paolini, and I've really enjoyed it. But uh, there are times that I'm just like, uh, I've got to. I've been reading for like for the two love and a half hours. Like I've got to be close to the end of what? Right. <laughs> right. I haven't moved at all. Right. How long can I be at ninety percent? Like this is going to jump to hundred. Oh to my 100? god. Anyway, but it is pretty good. Rewatching Stargate Atlantis, as I mentioned before, uh, last week I watched the second. New Planet of the Apes. I think it's Rise. Oh, the watching, movie? Yeah, we're yeah, watching. Yeah. We're watching through them at my movie night group. Yeah, and uh, everyone's loving these new Planet of the Apes. Like we're What's like, not to love the fourth one coming soon, baby. Did you notice it in Godzilla X Kong? There's a couple scenes that seem to take place in America that are where it's populated by apes, and it looked like a scene cut out of Planet of the Apes. Oh no, I missed that. It did. It might. Yeah. Um, and then here's the big one. Oh boy, let me sit down first. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Cat. My boy, Doctor Who is back. Oh, thank God. Doctor Who. It's oh like, my God. It's like mega back. It's so good. And here's. I the, like how you're whispering. Here's the problem. Shh, 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 right? Yeah. Here's the problem with Chris Hall Productions' wife. Oh my God. I'm calling Sarah. Oh now, shit. Right now. She's like, oh, Chris. 
I love you. I want to watch this show with you, but I'm going to take seven years to do it. So who do I have to talk to about this Nobody. show? Nobody. Nobody. Right. And right. I can't talk about it and spoil it for him. No, you can never agree to watch a show with your wife if it's a show you really want to see, because you yeah. might never see it. Yeah. Well, they finally watched the first episode three weeks late. <laughs> Bastard. I know. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> the big thing happened right. in the ah. last one, and I'm like, where did But no. Instead, I'm doing the good best friend thing. I'll cut my tongue off. Yep. I'm not talking about yep. it. Yep. He, you know, he better be. He better be so thankful that I even remember what happened in it. What he ought to do is it watch around. it and then watch it again with his wife and pretend he hadn't watched oh, it. Yeah. Not even I would wish that upon him. <laughs> oh we all know our limits. And <laughs> that's, that's crossing a dangerous, <laughs> a dangerous line. I can't recommend that. <laughs> so anyway... Doctor Who, I want to talk about it. So if you've seen it, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> let's talk about Doctor Who. Dude's <laughs> taking out personal ads, not to go dating. No, no. Just to no, talk to somebody about Doctor Who. Someone, <laughs> anyone. Right. He called me up the other day and I was like, nah, nah I'm not your guy. Not your guy for this. It's, uh, but it's on Disney Plus now. And you're like, uh, eh, it's football on. <laughs> foot, 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 sports. <laughs> I can't believe it. I know. Anyway. All right. So Brutal. next week. Brutal. Wonka. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. No, no, no. It's the story of how he became, of how Willy became Wonka. You know what I got to show you when we're done what? with this? Is a spoof trailer. And you'll probably think it's real. Yeah. <laughs> about a drama about grandpa and yeah. how he became so lazy. Yeah. Because you know, everyone's like, he's a freeloader. And, right. And Willy Wonka. Anyway. Right. All right, look, if you want to get in touch with us, yeah. the best way to do that is podcast at pencinema. Oh, I thought, whoa, whoa, I thought we were using a new email. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Right, hold on. Wow. Right, right. All right, the new email. Yeah. Podcast yeah, at pencinema.com. See, I think that's going to be a lot easier yeah. for people to remember. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So go ahead and email us there. But if you want to support the show, mm, yeah. what's the number one way to do that? Well, I mean, obviously, time travel. <laughs> Uh, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Hey, what I mean by that? <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you needed to elaborate. <laughs> For those of you who need me to elaborate, <laughs> yeah, on time travel <laughs> as a blanket statement <laughs> of how you can support our podcast. <laughs> right, right. No, no, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> What's the number one way to, way to support the show? Flying airplanes. <laughs> what I mean by time travel is what you want to do is you want to travel ahead in time, find some poor bastard who has not seen the show or heard the show. Ahead. Ahead. And then travel back in time and course correct that person's poor life Whoa. and save them from not having heard the podcast right. by arranging for them to listen to it. And clearly the first place you want to look is hospitals because they're probably like dying of boredom. Right. Bored to death. Yeah. Like Norman Lear. <laughs> exactly. When he started reading Dune. <laughs> no. And it killed him. <laughs> he's just sleeping. <laughs> he's just sleeping. <laughs> Who's Norman Lear? My mom said he's sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's taking a nap. Cammy's got to go now. Cammy's dying. <laughs> All right. Well, say you don't have a time machine. If you're not into time, you don't need a machine to time travel, David. Oh, We've been through this. Just sheer will. Right. Yeah. If you're not into time travel, yeah, because you're like chicken or something, <laughs> then just <laughs> that's your problem. Yeah. But <laughs> you can still support the ship. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did I don't chicken, know. Did you get a That's how they become the egg. They time travel to become the egg. Yeah. Then they become the chicken and time travel back to do it all over again. Boom. That's why nobody can figure out which came first. Because <laughs> it depends when you ask. It's called the grandfather paradox. It's when you ask. Yeah. So, but, so. Oh my God. You gonna finish this? I'm exhausted. If you're not into time travel for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, you have some sort of moral or political or religious objection to yeah. traveling through space and time. Yeah. First of all, you're in denial because we're all traveling through space and time. Uh, There's nothing you can do about it. But right. if you don't want to travel additionally, then the time you're already traveling through, right? Then Clearly, use some of your time uh-huh. in present tense to travel to tell a friend. Yeah, tell a friend. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Good. All right, perfect. <laughs> well, once again, for the Pencil oh Podcast, uh, <laughs> and uh, Pen Ketchum, take, take care and party, party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>